morning again. What are we doing? Good, good, good. Thumbs up. Maybe we're not, some of us, you know, we all go through stuff. Life is, it is what sometimes you can't, why now, Lord, when it rains, it pours. And when you, when you just got through that thing, well, now, okay, I'm good going. It's, it's going to go good, right? I don't mean to be a pessimist. How many, how many of you don't like pessimists? Pessimist. It's all bad. It's always going to be bad, bad. God is good. Period. No matter what happens, God is good. He's defeated death. Jesus conquered the grave. Let's get excited about that. Because he lived, we sang it, we can face tomorrow. Uncertain days. Our trust is in God. We're going to get into this like a child thing. The disciples by now were kind of getting cozy with Jesus. Kind of, you know, we're in. We're walking with the King of Kings. They were starting to grasp a little bit of who Jesus was when they were on when he was on the earth. They were starting to understand to a degree, not all, not all, not all. They couldn't understand it totally. Is they struggled when Jesus left. They struggled. Some of them fell away for a while. Not easy. Life is not always easy. And you can't say if you haven't been in someone's shoes, like I know what you're going through if you've never been there. You can't say those words. You can just listen and say, oh boy, I feel for you. And Jesus was all about getting to the heart of the matter when he was on the earth. He would bypass. He, the Pharisees had these big questions, you know, trying to trick him. He would come back with his own question, and they go, oh, boy. And melt away. Silenced the enemy. Jesus still silences the enemy today. And the enemy wants to somehow get you to buy into the thinking that your life isn't very valuable. You're going to fail. You put these things into your heart if you can. And we battle, we, we, with the Lord's help, we keep going because all heaven awaits for those who are trusting in Jesus. All heaven awaits. All heaven celebrates even over one sinner that comes home. The whole place goes, erupts in praise. 
So may I share a little story? I don't know with all the detail, but Anna led someone in a sinner's prayer, I believe this, recently on her mission trip, person that was hopeless. Glory be to Jesus. That's awesome. How do we get to where we need to go in God's kingdom? How do we know we're in the right place? How do we know we're in right relationship with God? Number one, realizing I can't save myself. I can't live good enough. It's not going to be by my good works. It's not going to be by my good deeds. It comes bottom line, the grace of God. Admitting I need you, Jesus, because I cannot save myself. Therefore, I'm trusting in you. You are my salvation. And so this Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18, the question came up, verse 1, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And I kind of, my observation, I'm wondering if they're thinking it was one of them. I'm going to get to sit next to you. Wow. Wasn't Jesus patient? Isn't he patient with us? With you and I? Patient because we don't always get it. No, he called the child. They happened to be, it must have been in a place where there were children that were playing in the, in the community. I don't know if he knew their name. How did he get their attention? But there was something that attracted children to Jesus. They felt safe. He could have been like a stranger to him. Son, son, young man, come here a minute, will you please? And he, he illustrates. He says this in verse 3, and he says, Truly I say to you, unless you are converted and become like children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. A conversion has to do with a change of heart. Right? You realize you cannot save yourself, and you accept Jesus into your heart. Children can understand their need for Jesus. That's a good thing. How many accepted Lord as a young child? Quite a few times. It's okay. That's good. 
children say, are, children, well, they're not strung out. Let me say this. As a child, what did you worry about? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good, what's for breakfast? Simple, the basics. Where am I going to eat? I remember growing up, going to the cousin's house. Uh, Sunday afternoon, typically, the Thomases. My mom's sister and their children. It was like we did anything and everything. That's all I'm going to say. We, we, one story. We threw rocks at the neighbors. Oh, we were terrible. We threw rocks at the neighbors as they went by in the, pulling the hay wagon. It was Johnny's idea. And I went along with it. But I felt bad. What if one of those rocks would have hit? Oh, my goodness. I mean, we were just, let's do this. And that man came off this tractor. And he came, he came for us. We were running. Blaine, my uncle, interceded, intercepted. And oh, boy, they had the words. And Blaine, like, you know, kind of, I think, well, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. He did. He laid it out. He laid it. He didn't touch us, but he gave us the uh, tongue lashing. Children are don't always think. It's just do it, right? Watching a whole movie of my own kids. Cody's saying to Levi, "Just jump. Just do it." You're trying to get him to jump off a building on a, on the snow. Just do it. Come on. Children. Is that what Jesus meant? I think it's a little more on the side of children being innocent. Although we're not born innocent. You don't teach a child how to sin. They're born with a sin nature. We've all been born with a sin nature. You don't have to teach a child how to be selfish. You have to teach a child how to be unselfish. Right? So when it comes to the kingdom, Jesus saying, it's not the greatest, it's not the great person that's done all these things. It's the young, like a childlike faith who says, yes. I know I need you. I know I can't save myself. Simple, simple faith. So number one is humility. I chosen that. Now each one of these points could be a sermon and all their and all its own. And I learned this in Bible college. You're not supposed to do this. You know, you're supposed to make it so simple that even a child can understand it. But humility is. One of those characteristics, and Jesus says to his, says to his disciples, verse 4, whoever then humbles himself as this child. In other words, the child wasn't too proud to come to Jesus. Okay. Okay. 
The child didn't have a list of questions. Now, what do you expect me to be like at this age? Wasn't hung up over the issue. Wasn't hung up over doctrine. Wasn't hung up over, well, thus, thus and this and that and that. If we just come to Jesus, we'll be okay. We'll start with that. If we just start by saying yes to Jesus, you don't have to know the whole Bible backwards and frontwards and inwards and outwards. That'll come to a degree. We're still learning. That's a good thing. Kids are curious to learn. You ever watch kids? How many taught kids in Sunday school? You did. You, I know you did. How many? Well, some of you have kids at home yet. Some of you have grandkids. Some of you have great grandkids. What is your number one prayer? They come to Jesus. That's our heart. That, that's the Lord. That's his heartbeat. God institutes the family before the church, right? God makes man and woman, right? Children come along. Further into it, there's sin. Now we have an issue with sin. God already has a plan in motion through Jesus Christ. We can be forgiven. By the way, we can be forgiven. And sometimes some sins create more consequences. And help, God helps us through that if we humble ourselves. It all started with Satan somewhere. I don't know when. Don't ask me. Satan was booted out of heaven because he wanted to be God. Pride got him kicked out. And it's still pride today that holds people back from saying yes to Jesus because I'm not so sure I want to change. I'm not so sure if I want to. I don't want, you know. I want to do my own thing. Humility is all over the scriptures. It's all over the kingdom of God. Those who walk with humility will be elevated in God's kingdom. You'll read about it. Those who humble themselves, I believe it's in one of the letters of Peter, I wrote it down, 1 Peter 5, 5, clothe yourself with humility. You guys get up in the morning, do you ever think about this? Clothe yourself. You guys are just having a hard time finding your socks, right? If you're like me, where's my shirt that I, you know, but this is the spiritual thing. Clothe yourself with humility. Oh. What is humility? Can anyone give me a definition of humility? We know Jesus defined humility. Really what humility, I thought about this, I came up with some kind of an answer and I could Kind of, kind of, kind of verbalize it. Humility has to do 
with putting yourself aside for the sake of others. Think about that. Humility is letting someone else in the traffic line who's been sitting there for minutes trying to get in. Come on, you like to be one of those persons to receive that, that grace, don't you? You know, when it feels good to do it to someone else. Yes. Humility is realizing you know you can't be or do what God has called you to do but by the grace of God. That's humbled. There are many talented children. Unbelievable. Get this. Children are not just the future of the church. They are church now. We discussed this at men's breakfast. Cal said it's true. It is. I know what you're thinking. Yes, children are the future of the church. But they start now. It starts now. They can move the heart of God. And they do. I don't know where it was. I've heard testimony of children laying their hands on the sick. And they are healed. That's so fabulous because it's, it's so pure. They're not in it for their name. Unless we become like a child. It's not about my name. It's about his name. And so when we were in Belize, remember Joe and Twyla and the team, wasn't the kids the ones that just got your hearts? Those little kids would come to the church And they just, they were eager to learn, eager to sing. Keep your innocence. Unless we are converted and become like a child, unless we are too caught up in ourselves, we can't really be like, you know, one of the, my father-in-law, Kelvin. I mean, he was, you know, he was probably in his sixties, seventies. <laughs> He'd be on his hands and knees playing with the grandkids in the farmhouse. What does that say about the man? Humble. Don't forget to be like a child. You guys that are bringing your grandkids to church. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. You know, because children can almost set the example, yet they have a lot to learn, don't we all? We don't arrive. We don't come to a place where we're exempt from sin. We don't, we don't that's not going to happen. But the attitude, ought to be a hum, hum, humble, ready to say, I, I, I did it. I messed up. 
I'm guilty. Well, you know how human nature can be. Is it, you know, it was the woman you gave me, Adam. Right? It was the woman. Cast blame rather than taking responsibility. Some children are easier to raise than others, I know that. Some personalities are easier than others to have around. Some have taught Sunday school when they thought there was making no end, no, absolutely nothing, nothing was getting into these boys or girls. They were just there to make your life miserable as a Sunday school teacher. You never know. We brought, we, we, we had a family when we were Palisade, they, they occasionally would drop their children off. They really blessed us. They would fill up the whole pew. We had pews. They're, so you guys that don't know what pews are, they're benches that you stand on with a back. One of those boys came up to me at a funeral. I was conducting the funeral service. I like it blessed my socks off. He came and said, remember me? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. You're from that Palisade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when you sent me to camp? Well, I guess we did, didn't we? You know, thank you. He says, thank you. He's, now he's in his 30s. Somewhere in there, around 30-ish, I guess. My wife and I are attending a church. He lives in another community, in another state. And just want to say thank you, because that made a difference in my life. I would have never known it. Children are worth investing in. Thank you for those who've given the camp scholarship. You invest in a child, you invest in the kingdom. You bless the heart of God because it's his heartbeat, children. And we are to be like children. Why? Because we are not ashamed of what others, a child often, I remember it was the first time I was in Belize, it was from when I was in college, and I, I never seen such a response. When you give an altar call there in Belize, they all come. It's really fun because, oh my goodness, they came. Wow. They all want Jesus. They all want to be prayed for. You better be ready to pray for every one of them. That's childlike. Well, I'm going to wait and see if my, anybody's looking here before I go up there. Is this, you know. Simple number two simple faith. Simple faith. By the way, I was going to say in the first point, humility, how do, how do we raise children? It starts in the home. It starts in the family at home. 
It starts around the dinner table. And here's the verse. I was going to throw this out. This really sounds spiritual. But it's so practical. Deuteronomy 6 7. When's the last time you went to Deuteronomy? Well, God is dealing with the nation of Israel. He's concerned that the children that are going to come in the future will learn about the miracles of God that were a part of their heritage so that their faith would reside in God. So you shall teach them, teach what? Children. Your sons shall talk of them when you, in your house, you shut off the devices. We're actually going to talk to each other. What a thought. Right? Re- remember the day before devices? Now, someone has no clue what you're, I don't know what you're saying. We didn't have electronics. We barely had a TV. We'd get channel 8 or 10 or 3. We got one channel in my days. Fuzzy. God cranked the antenna. Oh, there it is. And we watched stuff like Bonanza and Gunsmoke and blah, blah, blah. You want to know what my childhood was like? We would dig holes for fun. You're going, what? What are you? It was fun. We would chop down little trees, make little forts. Children ought to be creative. Explore, curious, adventurous. Simple faith. It's simple, pure faith of belief that brings you to Jesus. That simply blesses God and says, there's someone I can fill. There's someone I can use. There's someone I can bless. There's someone that is just wanting me no strings attached, period. Just because he says to come, I'm coming. Just because I know I can't save myself, Romans 3.23. I know I've sinned. I know it's impossible. I can't reach the other side no matter how hard I jump or try. Or, But, Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, the free gift, the gift that he gives to us is eternal life. Whoever humbles, verse 4, back to the text. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. This is a very important verse. Whoever receives one of these. In other words, children are not to be in the way in the church. Children are, are, are not to be shoved in a corner and say, just, you know, we don't want to disturbing us. We need something for the kids. We we want to bless. We want to nurture. And here's the deal: every one of us can nurture someone, a young person. 
by simply noticing. You know how it is, fun it is when you talk to a child and they go, yep, you know, they're, some aren't shy, but some. You just notice them because they don't maybe know how to respond, but the day will come, I think, when they will say, you know what, so-and-so used to know. An old timer back in my day, he'd always lean over the pew back seat. There's the boys, these three, four boys. What are you guys thinking about today? Brother Glenn Galt, what are you guys planning to do today? Like mischief. And he he just like we'd sit there and didn't say nothing. But surely there was something, something with come up. He took interest. Because it comes down to a simple humility, simple faith, and a simple trust. If we're going to make it to the long term, long haul, to give a child a good start, what a blessing. How many grew up with Christian parents? You're so blessed. You're so blessed. If you didn't have Christian parents, thank God that you save you whenever. And if you're not saved yet, this can be your day. A new beginning. Simple trust, saying yes to Jesus. Oh, yes, coming to Jesus does not make everything perfect. Absolutely does not make things perfect. In fact, you may have more trust. But it's okay because you have Jesus who you can trust. Proverbs 3 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. You have this memorized by now. I'm sure you do. Proverbs 3 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. He will direct your path. Interesting. Little verse. Not, it's not what I think, it's what God says. Not what I'm. What I think is going to happen in my life is whatever God has planned, whatever, and I'm good with that. Last Wednesday on Zoom, we have a little Bible study, and it's, it's a devotional thing, and, and uh, Vern and Bonnie lead it. And uh, you can Zoom in on that. I'll talk to Austin how to get there on Wednesdays. What was that Jeremiah verse, verse of Jeremiah? Blessed it's a man who trusts in the Lord, and the Lord is his trust. And he had a little tree and a little green foliage coming out in the middle of the desert. And that verse talks about a tree. You'll be like a tree planted by the streams. Friends, children need a good start. If you already raised your children, if you're already through that season, maybe there's grandchildren, maybe there's great-grandchildren. But maybe there's a child in the church or the community. Hello? It never ends. Who you can reach out to. Touch a child somehow. Because children ought to be able to trust their parents. But it's not always the case. Sadly to say, we live in a broken home society. Sadly to say, I'm not going to be real. It's not always the case. 
Therefore, the church needs to be aware. Step in to help, to reach out, to like a child. Guess what? If you come to Jesus in your faith, you become his child. It never ends. We never stop being a child. I, I would dare say behind every hardened, hard-hearted soul person, hurt person, deep down inside there is a broken-hearted child. So often you hear this to the, I know Joe's worked in the officer, police stuff. Why are we having so much problem in our communities? Domestic stuff going on. It stems back to the back to the, to the where, where we got their start. How were they treated? Did they feel loved? We have such a responsibility. God gives us children. We love them, nurture. But anyone can become a child of God at the moment they understand their need. And the work begins in the process of unraveling layer after layer to get down to the core issues and saying yes to Jesus. But on humility, not trying to conjure up excuses. There's no excuses. For my sin, there's no excuses. I'm a sinner born into this. I need Jesus. In order to keep on the right path, I need Jesus. How many, how many have a dog? You need a dog. Or you, you need your dog, right? You have leashes? How many have them? Well, I heard a sermon once in college. It was in, it was in the chapel. And someone talked about this. For some of us, our leashes... God has, and I think the pictures, it's not God just kind of hammering us, but he, he, tugs, he tugs us. He trains us. Keep close. Don't go there. Conviction. Best thing that can happen to our kids is they learn how to walk listening. Learn to listen. Not because my parents was if they don't, if they find out, oh, you know, it's, if God sees it, it's enough. And then our heart says, oh, I don't want to do that. That'll hurt my relationship with Jesus. That's what our society needs. That's what I need. That's what our community, that's what makes strong people. You know, this is a, not someone telling them all. They are under the conviction. And that's, a, that's what will stay with you all long haul, the long, through the thick and the thin. You may be in a environment where you say, 
people are offering you stuff, you know you you know better. If people offer you stuff, you can say, no, I don't, I don't do that. I, I, I like you, you know, but, you know, I just, you know, I just take the stand. It's okay. It's good. And, and they'll probably respect you for it. When I was working at college on the side, I was doing masonry work with, with, the, with the family. You know, that's what they like to do after work. A lot of them, they, you know, like the happy hour. Construction's huge. You've got to take a stand. It's okay. I mean, I went to the Christmas party, and I, I, mean, I went because this it's is just know that I care about them and thank them. The drinks were offered, but yeah, it's okay. They look at you kind of weird. It's okay. I'm good with that. You, several times I've had opportunity to share when they were alone when I was riding with them to the job, especially Donnie. Couldn't figure out why I was going to Bible school. Why are you, you see, you, you lay blocks like that and you're going to Bible school. What's that about? Something more important. God gives us skills and talents and all this stuff is for his glory. It's just, it's just the help but your witness comes from within, Jesus. Let's go back to the points. Like a child, I'm going to come to him. As a child, conversion is pure and simple faith and trust. Now that I've come to Jesus, these things may not always it may not always be easy. I may be sometimes be afraid. I may be sometimes be hurt. But God doesn't leave us. He wants us to grow until we get to a place that is in heaven where we're going to be absolutely, unbelievably transformed until then. Can we sing again? Bless the Lord, uh, Lord bless you and keep you. We chose this song. Come on, guys. I chose this song because not only am I thinking about you, but I'm thinking about your kids, and I'm thinking about their kids. And if you notice in this song, a thousand generations? Are you kidding me? God is so far out and beyond our thinking. You see, God has the big picture in mind, and he sees... The potential, he knows the promises that he has for your family. And I want us to believe God if there are children that are wayward today, that God's going to reach them. Amen? God's going to get a hold. Let's sing it together. Please stand if you will.